night. Good to see everybody. Thursday night is finally here. Can't wait to unload here. Hour, hour and a half, hour long will go. Worth the fury for you. ABC News tweet launching right into it tonight. Just in, more Americans have died from COVID-19 this year. I repeat, this year. Then from the virus in all of 2020, according to a newly uh, updated data, according to newly updated data from Johns Hopkins University. Sorry for butchering that. But anyway, this is very interesting, right? More Americans have died this year of COVID than all of the time that Trump was in here. So, of course, I ran the numbers from you, but for you. But first, the article. More than 353,000. Now, I, let, me just, let me just establish this. I don't believe any of these numbers. I just want everybody to know that. I don't believe that 700,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. The official report from the CDC's own website is 20,779 people have died exclusively of COVID. Everybody else has comorbidities or significant comorbidities or multiple comorbidities. So anyway, more than 300. These these, These are their numbers for the ABC News article, so I'll read them to you. More than 353,000 COVID-19 deaths have been reported since January 1st of 2021, compared to 352,000 COVID-19 deaths in the first 10 months of the pandemic, which is 2020. Over the last month, the U.S. has reported more than 47,000 COVID deaths. So here's the thing I want to put this, put this, uh, these numbers out to you. So under the Biden administration, how many people have died per month in comparison to uh, under the Trump administration? 39,000 people per month have died of COVID-19 under the Biden administration. 39,000, again, using their numbers that I don't believe, but using their numbers against them. How many died on average per month under the Trump administration? 32,000. So 39,000 for Biden per month, 32,000 under Trump. And remember, this is with their glorious vaccine. They have their, you know, their, their vaccine that was going to open everything up and that they're calling it right now a, a pandemic of the unvaxxed, pushing everybody to get vaxxed. As a matter of fact, here, here's the numbers. When Biden put out his vaccine mandate back in July, stipulating that all companies with over 100 employees had to, vac- had to vaccinate their employees, about 95 million Americans were unvaccinated. Now, this is, again, these are not necessarily sources that I believe, but I'm just giving you the numbers that are put out there. Now there's allegedly 67 million Americans that are unvaccinated. So, you know, Joe Biden lowered the unvaccinated rate by about 30 million people. But even in the midst of doing that, 47,000 Americans died last month of COVID, which breaks his average. His average is 39,000 deaths per month. Last month, 47,000 Americans died of COVID. So how are these vaccines working And how is this a pandemic of the unvaxxed? If Donald Trump, who had no vaccinations during his entire tenure, averaged 32,000 deaths per month from COVID, and Joe Biden, who's had the vaccination during his entire, who's had vaccinations available to all and free to all for his entire nine months, he's had nine total months being president. He's had vaccinations available to all for the entire time. How is it, if it's a pandemic, of the unvaccinated, how is it that Joe Biden is averaging 7,000 more deaths per month than when we had no vaccinations? See, you might be wondering, these are great, Tom, and I'm glad that you have these numbers and they prove the facts. So what are we going to do with this? Well, it's very simple. We're going to have to, over a period of time, and it starts in 2020, 2022, 
We have to start electing people that will speak these numbers. We have to elect people that are not being elected to be a career politician and to make millions of dollars through lobbyists and through campaign fundraising, which is what AOC has done. Ilan Omar, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi comes in. She's worth $169 million now. So what they do, Bernie Sanders came in absolutely broke and bankrupt. Now he's worth umpteen millions of dollars through fundraising through his wife. All he does with his, what Bernie Sanders does is Bernie Sanders hires his wife to buy all his campaign ads. And when you buy your campaign ads, the person who buys them keeps, you know, 10, 20% of it. So if she buys a million dollars worth of ads, they'll make it simple. She buys $10 million worth of ads, which he easily spends. That's a million dollars that goes into her pocket, not his. Ilan Omar gave two out of the $6 million that she raised for her last campaign for consultancy fees. I believe it was $2.3 million to her current husband. That's how it works. That's how they become rich. See, we cannot elect people like that anymore, period. Even if they're the more electable person, because what we have to have are people on the house and Senate floor giving these statistics and refusing to cave. See, what's happening right now is the Republican Party is afraid to be anti-COVID vaccination. I didn't say anti-vaccination. I said anti-COVID vaccination. Just remember, whenever they try to drop, you know what, we mandate kids have to get the measles vaccine to go to school and they drop. So all we are is we're just continuing on the tradition of mandating vaccinations for kids to go to school, right? That's what they say all the time. But here's the thing. The measles vaccine took, depending on which report you believe, six to 16 years, not, not even to develop. It took way longer. It, it took a long, that was, it took the, from the moment they started trying to develop it, 16 years before they implemented it. This, this vaccine was, was conjured up, invented, whatever you want to call it, in 10 months. Th- those, those comparisons are apples and oranges. We have to have people that are representing us saying these numbers on the House and Senate floor or from the Oval Office, standing up for us, not afraid to be called anti-vaxxers. You cannot be afraid. And I believe that in 2022, we're going to see more people like that elected than in the history of our country. I really do believe it. I've said it to my church week after week over the last month. We are turning this thing around. It may seem dark at times, but we are turning this thing around. You look at Denmark, Norway, Sweden have stopped all COVID mitigations, no vaccine passports. Japan is doing the same thing. We are turning this thing around. All right, Galloping Gay video. It's entitled Truth Bombs Exploding. These truths are from the hearts and the souls. This is a guy that's confronting police officers. I'm not sure what part of Australia this is. I believe it's the Melbourne area. I'm not sure. But he's confronting these police officers about how they're tyrannical for right-wing, anti-mask, anti-vaccine protests, but just stand there when it's a left-wing protest. That should sound eerily familiar to us. Play it for me. What happened to the intentionally released Chinese virus? Did it go away today? The intentionally released Chinese virus that kills grandma, did it go away today? Or does it come back tomorrow when Dim Sim Dan gives it the okay? Is that what happens? Does it come and go when Dim Sim Dan say so? Is that what happens? I don't understand. I thought we had this deadly virus that was um, killing people. But every time there's a left-wing protest, it's allowed to go ahead. But every time there's a 
right-wing protest, you seem to want to terrorise people, surround them and kettle them and terrorise people to, into submission so that they won't come back again. But it didn't seem to work, did it? Because all you seemed to do was make thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of Richard Pusey's. Because I used to be on your side a year ago until you started kettling me in your big army suits for Dim Sim Dan and attacked me for trying to have civil liberties. I was once on your side just a year ago. Now, I, now I'm Richard Pusey. I hate you. You can see why, can't you? Have a look at this out here and have a look what you did to us. And all we were trying to do was fight for our civil liberties and our freedoms. And you told us, we'll kill grandma. Now look at that. Look at that. Do you see what's out there? And you're just standing here doing nothing. You're standing here doing nothing. But on the 20th, when people gather again, when you gather again, I bet you he's come out in your um, turtle uniforms, right? And he's want to terrorise people again. Terrorise them into submission. The psychops didn't work. All you made was Richard Pusey's. Thousands and thousands of Richard Pusey's. We hate you now. There was 99% of people, good people, are now against you because of what you did. We had all peaceful people at our rallies. All peaceful people that wouldn't break the law. And what did you do? You came and you terrorised them. You came and you terrorised them. Yeah, now, now, now the virus doesn't kill grandma today, does it? It comes back tomorrow. It comes back tomorrow, then it kills grandma, hey? So there you go. And I just say this again. There needs to be Nuremberg trials and inquiries done on these police officers. And I say that from the heart of a police officer. I was a cop myself, 1992 to 2017 straight, 25 years in a day. And I, used, I was just like that guy. I used to love the police, stand for the police, and I still do, to a degree. I don't believe in defunding police departments or any of that garbage. And our police have not been as, except for the FBI, have not been as tyrannical as Australian police. But there, there needs to be Nuremberg-style trials for these law enforcement officers, for tackling people to the ground, for bloodying people up, for taking people to jail, for taking their money by the thousands and now probably billions of dollars in mask fines and social distancing fines. Look at look at this video right here. This is from Australia, and it's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Play it for me. chasing me from the back. I'm here. I don't want the job. I'm all for medical freedom and I'm scared for my kids. And again, I say it, Victorian police officers, 
Uh, Dan Andrews, who's the premier of Victoria, the province in, in uh, Australia. Some we got something loud going on in the studio over here. But anyway, so and Gla you just saw the other day, New South Wales premier Gladys with, begins with a B is her last name. I never try to pronounce it because it's just too long. She was removed because of corruption, possibly receiving bribes from Pfizer and AstraZeneca. And I think everybody needs to be looking into Dan Andrews, too. These little these little power pervs who are just these little benign little premieres before COVID. And now now that COVID is here and they are able to so-called stretch their muscles or, you know, work out their own social anxieties, I guess, from when they were kids and they were picked on. And now they implement that. All those people being tackled to the ground. Why were they being tackled to the ground? Why was that woman's face bloodied up? Why? It's for one of two reasons. It's for social distancing or not wearing a mask. And I just want to say this to all the Christians out there who considered yourself loving by strapping on a mask and locking down your churches. Now that this is happening, how do you feel now? I'm just very, I, I always, I always ask this and I ask this every single podcast for the people that I might reach. I know that mainly I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm just very curious for the Christians out there that are very compliant and we're like, you know what? I can't wait to get my mask on to show everybody how much I love them. I can't wait to shut my church down as a pastor to show everybody how much I love them. And it wasn't even just that it was out of fear. It was out of, it was out of compliance it was not only fear of the virus. Very few people were actually afraid of the virus. They were afraid of what their non-compliance would cost them. And I'm just very curious about how you see that now. My buddy, well, my producer Aaron sent me a, a video today of a local church that's doing another sermon series on at the movies. In the midst of the proliferation of COVID passports, uh, vaccine passports all over the planet. I'm just very curious how a pastor can decide on doing a sermon series entitled at the movies to a church of thousands of people. And this was of course a very COVID compliant church. Are you so brain dead to the Bible that you have absolutely no idea about revelation 13, 16 through 18, where you see the totalitarian left tackling people to the ground for not wearing a mask, the very masks that you supported that now people can't buy, sell, trade, or travel, or get a job because they don't have their vaccine passport. And now you're doing a sermon series on at the movies. And I know that that's, I'm, I'm picking on one church, but I know that's the, that's the, the, the majority of churches in America are doing the exact same thing. I'm like, how, how, how much longer is it going to take for you to wake up? When you watch videos like that, and now you see all over America, people being laid off by the tens of thousands because they don't have their vaccine, pa I mean, mark of the, I mean, vaccine passport. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. And that number is 666. And you're going to do at the movies again. I'm just curious. All the ark churches. I know you're going to go online right now and you're going to see, you know, what, what's the sermon series du jour of the month at the movies where you have 72,000 nurses laid off in New York City and your response to them is going to be at the movies. Hundreds of thousands of Americans cannot work 
because they don't have a Mark of the Beast vaccine passport and you decide your next sermon series is going to be at the movies? I just, I truly will never understand. You need to humble yourself. And that's the problem. That in order for, in order for pastors to get right, they have to go back and say they were wrong. That's called repentance. You need to try it sometime instead of just reopening up your church and pretending like you weren't closed or mitigated for eight, nine, ten months or a year. You're like, Tom, we're tired of hearing this from you. I'm just telling you because if there's a few people that I can reach, please like and share this. Everybody, if you try it right now on Facebook and you hit share, it probably won't work because we're being shadow banned. I look at my numbers right now. There'll be like 128 people watching. Who knows how many people really are watching because they never let me break 200 anymore. We used to be three, 400, 500, 600, 700. It's just the way that it is. But like and share. That's why everybody needs to have a Getter account, a Rumble account, and a Gab account. You can also switch over to TomLipley.com or Blackrobe Media. Blackrobe, uh, is it Blackrobe Media or Black, BlackrobeTV.com? I keep saying media. I don't know why that's stuck in my head. That's our brand new web hosting site or our video hosting site. Switch over. They can never ban us off of those things. But like and share. Do the best you can. Send this to people that need the truth. They're, the politicians aren't going to tell them. Most pastors won't tell them. But this is the truth. All right, let's move on. Galloping Gay Video. This is Melbourne yesterday or today. Play it for me. For lace, 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 for lace. That's closed down. That's for lace. All that's for lace. That looks pretty for lace as well. Oft. The plan from day one is to enrich the most upper elitist bourgeois people on the planet and shut down the middle class that's been the plan from day one and we're going to get into the world economic forum if we have time tonight i've got some videos out of there but that's been that's been the plan from day one it has never been about your health it has never been about your well-being ever well tom it's a real virus don't care it's never been about your health if it was about your health then why is it that they stopped all preventative care and, and so that Pfizer, which has all come out in the Project Veritas videos, the, the scientists are saying they're living living exclusively on COVID money. Pfizer, which was about to go bankrupt, bankrupt prior to COVID, is now living off of COVID money. All the preventative care, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, Regeneron, monoclonal therapies, iver, uh, azithromycin, all of them, have been banned or severely mitigated where you have the president of the United States putting a stranglehold on Regeneron therapies being shipped to Florida and Texas. For what reason? Because it's never been about health. It's been about compliance. It's about will you comply to the bourgeois elite? That's what it's been about from day one. If you want to know, see here's Rashida Tlaib and here's her latest hypocrisy. And we have, I, mean, I, I need to compile a list and may put all the videos together because it's one of my favorite things to do is expose the hypocrisy. And it's not just hypocrisy. It's outright evil because Rashida Tlaib is very much in favor of all lockdowns, all mask wearing, says it from the House floor, is an absolute COVID totalitarian. But when these people are caught Behind, you know, behind the scenes, when they don't know, when they don't know, I don't know how any, how any of them couldn't suspect that a camera's actually rolling, but they don't. 
when they get caught actually speaking their mind or when they get caught when they don't think the cameras are on, they have absolutely no fear of COVID, which should, as I always state, stop the presses. It should absolutely stop the presses. That I have a video of Dan Andrews right there. He has his cops out there tackling people to the ground, arresting them, criminally charging them, will cause them to have a criminal record for the rest of their life. And Dan Andrews was caught today without a mask on. That's, he's breaking his own rules. Well, here's Rashida Tlaib, and she does the same thing. Now, listen, it comes at the very end of the video. Make sure we've got this thing turned up really loud because it's actually hard to hear. But she says it right at the very end of the video that the only reason why she's wearing a mask is because Republicans are standing around. Play it for me. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate it. Greg's been out at all of our our community meetings. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, my bad, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, not you. so you had the guy thinking that Rashida Tlaib was telling him to get his mask on no not not at all she was telling him to get his mask on because Republicans were standing around and then she says the only reason why I'm even wearing one is because Republicans are standing around I thought she was scared of black plague too no see if they've been lying from day one they're not scared of it at all and I know that everybody watched this probably already knows that, but they're not scared of it all. This should, this should stop the presses worldwide. Why doesn't it? Because we have no media. The media that we have is complicit with all of them. They don't tell the truth. They say exactly what the Democratic Party wants them to say. That's it. Now, here's Rashida Tlaib. Now, this is in her own orange zone. That orange zone is a high-risk COVID zone in her own district, indoors, violating her own mask mandates, maybe even violating her own vaccine mandates, depending on when the date was on this. But this wasn't that long ago. Play it for me. There you go. Now there's Rashida Tlaib, right? Again, dancing around. Most of you have already seen this video. Indoors. Not social distancing. If she was scared of COVID, then why is she not wearing a mask? Why is she? Why would she even attend an event like this? We all saw it. Hollywood's always preaching masks and vaccine. Then we see vaccines, and then we see the Emmy Awards where they're in the same room doing the same stuff because the elitists are not interested at all themselves because it's never been about anybody's health. Health, and it just floors me that people are still buying into this. What floors me the most is that Christians are still buying into this. Now, here's an MLB video. And what do you have to ask? I'm reading this. I'll read this article from the Epic Times first. This is the MLB video. Epic Times says this. The Los Angeles City Council on October 6th approved one of the strictest COVID-19 vaccination mandates in the country, requiring proof of vaccination to enter indoor restaurants, movie theaters, salons, shopping centers, and many, many uh, more indoor venues. But then this is allowed. Play the video for me. Reyes fires. Swing and a drive. Deep left field. This is way back. Keep playing it, though. There you go. So how's this allowed? Nobody's masked. I mean, look at, look at this crowd. This is in L.A. So you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. In it. Look at this. Look at these people. Now, what's really sad is, is that most of the people in that stadium 
are all in favor of you having to have a vaccine passport to enter into a restaurant. So why aren't they terrified to be side by side by looks like 50, 60,000 people? Look at that. They couldn't be spreading any more COVID. There's not a mass to be seen. So how is this hypocrisy allowed to stand? See, whether we like it or not, the politicians are in charge. They set the rules. They make the mandates. Now, we can civilly disobey, which we need to do whenever it is that they're violating the Constitution. But here's the thing. We have to elect the right people that will point these things out. Who's pointing these things out on the congressional floor outside of like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene maybe, and, and, and Jim Jordan and a few others? We have to elect the right people that are unafraid to point these things out, whether we like it or not. We have to have our our system of uh, government is a representative democracy, is a republic. So we have to have the right people that will speak these things, and we just have not had it yet. All right, now let's look at the FBI. Now these are a little bit kind of lengthy cuts from Newsmax. One of them's 347. I believe the other one's uh, about the same length. This is all in line. This is Greg Kelly. This is all in line with the socialist grand plan. Greg Kelly slams the weaponization of Biden's FBI against his political opponents. Play the first one for me. Maybe your grandmother made the joke. You don't have to make a federal case out of this. Make it a federal case out of something. Abbott and Costello, Jackie Gleason, my grandmother, making a big deal out of not so much. That's what a federal case is. And we're seeing it big time. You know, the attorney general, I'm still freaked out about this, wrote a letter to the FBI documenting it, putting it out for everybody, that the FBI is now supposed to keep an eye on those school board meetings. Why? What's the threat here? What's the problem? No crimes happening here. It's just a bunch of men and women, mostly women, by the way, of all races, all ethnicities, winning arguments they're doing so well when they speak truth to power and decrying this nasty, critical race theory stuff. Um, All right, so they're making a federal case out of this because they don't like that they're winning and they love critical race theory. Yes, the federal government, uh, the Biden administration, Merrick Garland. Here's another little piece of the puzzle though, get this. Merrick Garland has a daughter, seems very nice. Her name is Rebecca. He's married, she's married to uh, some guy. Uh, They look like a great couple. Next picture, if you don't mind. He's got a big job, Mr. Tanner, at a place called uh, Panorama Software. I'm sure it's a fine company. And they make a product that they certainly believe in, educational software, which according to them is enables systemic social emotional learning. Um, A lot of folks have been through this and they see um, a woke approach and worldview. Critical race theory might not be something that they have any problem with whatsoever. Um, Could that be maybe, maybe influencing the attorney general's sudden interest in all of this? I think it goes along very well. It just all kind of comes together, doesn't it? All right, so that's that. A federal case, though, out of small things, uh, we've seen it throughout the Trump administration, right? All those people who were, I believe, targeted, not for anything they did, but because they were associates of Donald Trump. In what universe is it possible that an American president has his 
campaign chairman arrested, that's Paul Manafort, and his deputy campaign chairman arrested, that's Rick Gates, and his campaign manager arrested, Steve Bannon, and his national security advisor arrested, that's Mike Flynn, and his personal lawyer arrested, that's Michael Cohen, and his longtime political advisor arrested, that's you know, Roger Stone, and his campaign foreign policy. Let me help you out on this, uh, Rachel. The longer that list gets, the worse it is for the swamp. Because clearly these folks are being targeted, not for anything they, can we turn her down just a little bit? Not for anything they did, but because they're associated with Donald Trump. Because if you look at what they got him on, got him on, it had nothing to do with Donald Trump. Michael Cohen didn't pay taxes on some taxi cab license he had 20 years ago. I mean, we're talking about minute stuff that they turned into, no kidding, a federal case. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani has had his law license suspended in all of this. Hasn't been charged with any crime, yet the FBI raided his house, raided his law office, and that law license gone. This is one of the greatest litigators um, in America. And look at how they're treating him. This makes sense, though. This is all very much in keeping with the socialist grand plan. Have you ever seen this? Socialists, let's talk Soviet. Show me the man and I'll find you the crime. That was from uh, Joseph Stalin's uh, chief of police. We can get anybody on anything we want. We'll find something. Leave it to So now the FBI has nothing better to do than surveil school board meetings. And again, I just say this. When have you ever seen this before in your life? And you might be thinking, Tom, I need the solutions. The solution is a black robe church, a church that is praying against this totalitarianism, a church that is standing up against this totalitarianism, a church that the government is scared of. That's the solution. You cannot kowtow to tyrannous and hope someday they turn the faucet off. You have to stand up to them now. And now we have the FBI. And again, I say this, the only reason why we have an FBI now that's surveilling school board meetings at the behest of the Attorney General Merrick Garland is because we have an unelected president, because we had a fraudulent election brought on by COVID-19. So if you caved and you can't stand Joe Biden, if you're looking for somebody to blame, sprint to a mirror right now. That's who you blame. I, I, somebody sent me a, a picture today. Oh, it was my wife. She sent me a picture of the very long lines in Walmart. Why is the, why are the lines so long in Walmart? Because they have no employees. They've mandated vaccinations too. They're already way down. You get Joe Biden. He's just the absolute perfect apocalyptic president. So you have low, uh, very, very low employment rates, not unemployment rates, employment, I was searching for the words. You have high unemployment and high job openings. That never happens either. That's something I've never seen before. Every single recession that I've been through, it was no jobs, high unemployment. Now there's millions of jobs and high unemployment. So here you go. So now my wife's standing in line at Walmart and I'm talking about this line. I don't know how long it was in the picture. It looked 30 yards long. She just said at least in the background here. 30 yards long at Walmart. Why? Because there's nobody to process the groceries. You're like, they got the self-checkout. There's no, if those break down, there's nobody to fix that. Why, was, why weren't people going through the self-checkout? Do you know? Uh, self-checkout had a 
Oh, the self checkout had a huge line. So there was no, there's no, there's just nobody there. So you end up with an economy like this. You end up with an FBI that's now surveilling school board meetings. And one thing that I noticed with the line at the Walmart is the guy right in front of my wife had his mask on. And I'll bet you he's sitting there grumbling and mumbling and thinking, you know what? I can't stand these lines. What he needs to do is sprint to the restroom, pull his mask off his face and blame himself right in the mirror. You're at fault. That's the reason why you people think like if you do little innocuous lies that it doesn't bring about severe repercussions. It does. Lies are lies and lies are of the devil. He is the father of lies whose native language is lying. If you put a mask on your face, knowing that it does nothing, you're a liar and a purveyor of lies. That's why I've never strapped. The only time I've ever strapped a mask on my face is when they forced me to, to go visit people in the hospital as a pastor of a church. So you now have the FBI surveilling school board meetings because of COVID. Merrick Garland's daughter. So why, why are they surveilling school board meetings? Because parents, namely women, are going out to protest critical race theory and pornography being taught to their kids. And, they, and, and the Democrats do this typical thing. I saw Jen Psaki say the usual things that they're being threatened, that, that those parents are threatening school board officials. Where? Where are the threats? I, I want the police reports. I want the case numbers. There are no threats. This is, again, they conjure anything out of thin air to usher in their totalitarianism. COVID-19 is an existential threat to your life. So we're going to bring in our totalitarianism to save your life. And when it's a 99.9% survival virus, well, there's people making threats to school board members. Where? Which lady that went up to the podium to decry critical race theory, which one of those ladies exactly, what are, where is the police report? What is the exact threat? Because none of it's been published. None of it's been put out in the media, but yet the Democratic Party, namely under Joe Biden, will now militarize his FBI and say, you know what, we now need to surveil these uh, school board meetings because of threats that never happened. And lo and behold, the side benefit, because we know what the root of all evil is. The root of all evil is the love of money. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Merrick Garland's daughter, the attorney general, Joe Biden's attorney general, is married to a man who owns Panorama Software, which sells CRT lessons and software to school districts. Strange how that works out every single time. PJ Media tweet, here's DeSantis' response. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, guys. Let's play the second video. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Play the second video for me. Play. Uh, I want to introduce you to Sergeant Mullins, Ed Mullins. He is a longtime uh, union head here in New York City. He's in charge of the sergeant's union. He's an advocate for police sergeants. He's also a brutal, brutal critic of Joe Biden and Bill de Blasio, the mayor we have here. Twitter. Take a look at what he likes to say. And it's all true, by the way. I agree with him. Regarding Mayor de Blasio, you're a disgrace spewing without facts. Your policies killed more people than all of law enforcement. I agree with that as well. Also, de Blasio has lost control of New York City. Uh, obviously, have you seen the footage? Every day we have a nightmare on the streets of New York. So he's calling this stuff out. And you're allowed to. This is America. De Blasio is a public official and you're allowed to criticize these folks, right? 
Well, they found a reason to justify, oh, he went too far. So I want to show you something. This is de Blasio's family. They're nice people, all right? Uh, on the left there is his daughter, Kiera. And uh, along with thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, she got carried away last summer at uh, one of those Black Lives Matter protests slash riots, okay? So... The specifics are unclear, but she gets herself arrested. I'm going to show you the mugshot in a moment. Here in New York, the tradition is they don't release mugshots. Actually, the tradition was to release them. That stopped for some reason. I don't know why. Somebody leaked it, and it's quite a picture. All right? Here's her mugshot, and uh, yeah, she's not at her best, and uh, this went semi-viral, and it's out there now, and uh, who didn't like that? Well, Mr. de Blasio, the dad. Who could blame him? but you can't take revenge like this. This is a story of public interest. I'm sorry, a Black Lives Matter protest, the mayor's daughter gets arrested there. I wanna know about that. I wanna see this picture, and I did. So yesterday, Tuesday, is the first day, literally the first day on the job of our new U.S. attorney in the Southern District, a guy by the name of Damian Williams. And he said to, uh, be rather leftist, rather woke, and uh, might get along just fine with a guy named Bill de Blasio. So what happens just as he takes office? Ed Mullins has his house raided and his office raided. The FBI sweeps in there and they cart out boxes. Wow, look at this. It must be bad, right? I mean, the FBI and they got the jackets on and the boxes and the house. They also raided that. And then look at Ed Mullins here uh, as he leaves. I mean, look, oh boy, you, you know how this goes. The news media shows up at your house and uh, cameras are rolling. You see the guy on the news, the FBI is around. He looks like he's in a lot of trouble, right? They made him resign from the union, but he hasn't been arrested. He hasn't been charged. What's gonna happen next? I don't know, but it looks like the damage, the damage they may have wanted has already been inflicted and so many people seem to be rejoicing. Rejoice. The first thing that needs to be looked at is Damian Williams, that new attorney general for New York, district attorney for New York. He needs to be looked at. I'll bet you right now there's Soros money involved there, just like Kim Fox and numerous others. Uh, Gascon out of Los Angeles, uh, Larry Krasner out of Philadelphia, all of them. Uh, Soros acolytes, Soros paid for their campaigns. So then you have the FBI, again, this is the FBI section of the show here. FBI raids the Sergeant Union's headquarters. Why? We, nobody has any idea. Ed Mullins' house, that's the leader of the Sergeant's Union. This is the police. So this is the NYPD. So you have the FBI raiding the police department that arrested Bill de Blasio's daughter. I mean, this is, this is, this is not 10 years ago. This is not the Soviet Union and the KGB. This is the United States right now. Why is this happening? Now you have Bill de Blasio, his, whose murder rate is up 25%. Depending on which report you, you read, 25 to 40% murders are up in New York City. And the FBI is on and about raiding the Sergeant Union's headquarters and the home of the head of the Sergeant's Union. For what exactly? Absolutely no idea. So you remember, the FBI now is going to be monitoring school board meetings around the country. Never forget, too, is that the Capitol Police, remember the Capitol Police, is a police department 
There's 2,700 officers for a two square mile area. Their their department, that's who, you know, the police department that's in charge of guarding Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. 2,700 officers for a two square mile area. Their police department right there for a two square mile area is bigger than the city of Detroit's police department. And now they're setting up satellite offices in Florida and at least one other location so that they can investigate threats made to congressmen and women. See, what is happening now is that if you don't have the correct political viewpoint, you will be labeled a terrorist. When you have the Capitol Police establishing satellite stations, they're manning these stations, satellite offices in the state of Florida. Remember, this is a police department for a two square mile where, where the White House is, where the Capitol is, where the House of Representatives is. That's, the, that's what they're supposed to be patrolling. But now they're setting up satellite offices around the country to investigate threats made to, let's say, Ilan Omar. Who? Who's making these threats? Remember, Joe Biden and Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, said, the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Where? Again, I ask, where are the reports of any white supremacist terrorism whatsoever? Please send them to me if you actually see one. But here's DeSantis' response. Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, here's his response. DeSantis orders Biden to keep his federal school board cops out of Florida. In other words, FBI, don't bother monitoring our school board meetings right here in Florida. That's the kind of politicians we have to have. We have to have a church that this country is, that these politicians are scared of. What do you mean scared of? I'm not talking about physical threats. I'm talking about spiritually. They're scared of us spiritually. They sense the anointing. They sense the power of the Holy Spirit. And they're scared of us. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. 1 Corinthians 3.16. They need to be nervous around us, and they're not, because why? And I hope that there's COVID-caving pastors that are watching this right now. I hope there is. You know why they're not scared? Because they said mask, and you masked. They said lockdown, and you locked down. They said lockdown longer, you said for how long? We'll do whatever you want. So they're not scared of us at all because, and I say us, I never locked down. I never masked, never will, never vax, none of it. But because we are, as a church, the evangelical church in America, and there is obviously people that stand out, the Rodney Howard Browns, the Jonathan Shuttlesworths, the Greg Locks, the Arthur Pulaski's in Canada, people like that have stood out. However, the majority of the evangelical community worldwide could not have bent over any faster and grabbed their ankles. They couldn't have done it any faster. And that's why they're not nervous around us at all. They, they think that we're operating under the false love narrative that the Bible is compliant. Have you ever read Jesus? Have you ever read the Bible? It says, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians six seventeen. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Matthew chapter 10, 34 through 37. They should be nervous around us. 
Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and put in, in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Where is this? Where is this happening in the church today? You know, they're all under, let us just show you how much we love. Where's that in the Bible? You, you, you say, well, love is in the Bible. Not your version of love. Your version of love where you are indistinguishable from the world is not in the Bible, pastor. Is not in the Bible, Christian. I hope that there's Christian mask wearers and lockdowns and quarantine advocates that are watching this right now. I hope there is. I hope that you decide you're going to wake up. Maybe you've already gotten the vaccine. Maybe you're lining up to get your vaccine passport. Do you ever read your Bible to actually find out who this Jesus is that you follow? Because the one that you are currently following right now is a manifestation of your own mind. Ron DeSantis saying, you know what? Get out is exactly what should be happening. Onward with the FBI. This is the Dirty Truth Josh video. This is Darren Beatty from Revolver. Make sure you're following Revolver News. Make sure you're following National Pulse. Make sure you're following Steve Bannon, people like that, and get the truth and get the truth out. But here's Darren Beatty talking about the FBI. Play it for me. Look, I'm somebody in the messaging business. It certainly looks to me as if this New York Times report, you're right, is a PR operation from the FBI or other federal law enforcement to try to get in front of what are sure to be more damning revelations ahead. Let me ask you this. The FBI has engaged in these kinds of tactics, unfortunately, for years, where it literally yes. stirs up and in some cases actually plans and instigates crime and then takes the credit for solving the very crimes that it planned. It sure seems like right. the FBI did that in Michigan regarding right. uh, the attempted kidnapping of Governor Whitmer there. Do you believe that perhaps what happened in Michigan where 12 FBI informants were involved in that operation, do you believe that that was a dress rehearsal for what they tried to pull off on January 6th? I do believe that. And in fact, a very um, suspicious connection is the fact that the head of the Detroit FBI field office who ran the infiltration operation in Michigan, which involved the storming of the state Michigan Capitol, that guy, the day after the so-called plotters were arrested, he was promoted by FBI Director Ray to lead the investigation into 1-6. And this, if I can quickly insert a very important point here, is that it's bad enough for the feds to have on the basis of informants known something was going to happen and let it happen. That's a scandal unto itself. It sure. is a thousand times worse if it turns out that the informants were actually some of the key instigators. And right. another uh, a thread of Revolver's reporting, in fact, your listeners can go to revolver.news now and read about this. There's one key figure, the founder and head of the Oath Keepers, which is the main militia group imputed to the worst so-called insurrectiony aspects of 1-6. Eight months later, he has not been indicted. And as far as we know, the only extent of what he's been searched is the feds took a single cell phone from him four months after right. 1-6, which doesn't make any sense when they're you and know, that's Stuart Rhodes you're talking about, right, and Darren? Everything. And yeah. Darren, that's Stuart Rhodes. Yeah, listen, unfortunately, we got to yeah. go uh, running short on time here. But you're right. There's a lot. So there you go. The former head of the alleged uh Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping. Remember the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot? First thing that happened was they had an insurrection on the Michigan Capitol, right? 
And then 12 out of the 18 people involved in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot were FBI agents or informants. One of the lead investigators has since been arrested for beating his wife. Now, what they did was the guy, the 12, so 12 out of the 18. So you have 18 people involved in a quote unquote crime. 12 of the 18 are FBI agents or informants. So only, there's only six left to even arrest. So they're instigating crimes and then arresting people for committing the crimes that they instigated. The very man in charge of the Gretchen Whitmer quote unquote kidnapping plot was then placed in charge of the one six investigation. Look at this tweet, BDW tweet. In other words, the FBI may have incited the January 6th riot. Look at the headlines from the New York Times. As the Proud Boys marched to the Capitol on January 6th, a member of the far-right group, Proud Boys, was texting real-time updates to his FBI handler. The informer gave the Bureau an inside view that day, according to confidential records attained by the New York Times. So you had... The, F, the, the member of the Proud Boys whose handlers in the FBI, he's going either committing crimes or witnessing crimes while he sits there live in real time talking to the FBI. And then they act like right after this happened that they knew nothing about it. I don't know if any of you remember that or not, but the FBI acted like they knew nothing about, uh, you know, how, how the, uh, how the one six, I don't even, it's always, this is always the difficult part for me because I don't like to call it insurrection. It was barely a riot. I always call it the, the one six grand trespassing. So you have the FBI in real time talking to somebody during the insurrection. What, and I just want to know how many of their people, because there's at least 20 unindicted co-conspirators, not one of them, which uh, Darren Beatty actually named the head of the Oath Keepers, who is probably the most prosecuted group of the one sixth protesters, the head of the Oath Keepers, who allegedly instigated things has yet to be arrested or, and even maybe even investigated. Nobody even knows. And why is all of this sealed? Why are we not allowed to know any of this? All right, let's go to the next one. This is just a picture I had to put out there. Anybody fighting Joe Biden is helping Trump's next coup. This is put out by the intelligencer. All Republican politics is now functionally authoritarian. Leave that side by side with me for a second in case I want to reference it. So that is the goal, just so everybody knows. That's even the goal of COVID-19. Anybody fighting Joe Biden is helping Trump's next coup. The FBI is all part of the totalitarian system. They are all part of it now. The FBI, what needs to happen is that if 2020, if in 2022, in 2024, Republicans are, are in control, the FBI must be disbanded. Somebody has to go ahead and say it out loud. The FBI must be disbanded. It is nothing more than the Goebbels brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. That's who they are. Anybody fighting Joe Biden is helping Trump's next coup. That's the attitude. There is people sitting in there from the one sitting right now languishing in the D.C. Metro jail have been sitting there since January under misdemeanor charges in solitary confinement. I want you to think about when you've ever seen that before. Somebody sitting in jail for maybe breaking a window 
or entering into the Capitol through a broken window, charged with misdemeanors, sitting in solitary confinement for the last nine months. I made a lot of misdemeanor arrests as a cop and rarely did the person sit in jail that night. That's where we are at right now. And it comes back to COVID-19 because Joe Biden should not be in charge right now. And he is. That's why you don't put a mask that does nothing on your face to be nice. That's why you don't lock down your church when lockdowns do nothing to be nice. To show that you're a community partner and a good neighbor. That's not Christ-like. Do you know what Christ-like is? Since Jesus is the Word, and the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 1. John chapter 1, verse 14. Being Christ-like means standing in the word of God. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Who forgives all of your sins and heals all of your diseases. Psalm 103, 3, speaking of the new covenant. And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what you do. That's standing in the word of God. Not, not what, are we, what are we told about the world? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world. So if the world is masking, what should you do? If the world is mas- is vaxxing, what should you do? If the world is locking down, what should you do? The exact freaking opposite. That's the Bible. Not at the movies. That's the word of God. That's why you're supposed to stand. You're supposed to be very distinguishable. Let your hand touch no unclean thing. Come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. Well, that must be an Old Testament verse. No, that's a New Testament verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Anyone who loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. James chapter 4, verse 4. And then you do exactly what the world tells you to do as a Christian? Absolutely not. It should never happen that way. All right, Sergeant Pepper, 1964, back to the FBI. FBI is going after Patriot veterans. American Stasi, Chris Ray's FBI is investigating veterans groups. That, it is sa- that, that are saving Americans in Afghanistan. So that's what they have to do. The Americans that are risking their lives, the former Rangers, the former Green Berets, uh, the former SEALs, the former Marines that are going over there to save Americans, the FBI is investigating them. For what? Because Joe Biden doesn't like that, they're, that those veterans are showing him up. So he sends his Gestapo, his Stasi after him. That's what's happening. And that is because Christians, because we are the shining city on a hill. We have a totalitarian government because we caved first. Not me, not Rodney Howard Brown, not Jonathan Shuttlesworth, not Archer Pulaski, not Greg Locke, not a few others. But the evangelical church caved and now you have a Gestapo running around. 
but you certainly showed everybody how much you love, right? Insider paper tweet, just in, FBI raids, NYPD Sergeant's Union Manhattan headquarters, we already did that. Sebastian Gorka tweet, the FBI has just released the account information, get this now, has just requested, not released, requested the account information for almost 200,000 Proton Mail accounts. So I wonder who's on Proton Mail. It's interesting, right? Who would be on Proton Mail right now in the midst of exposing Pfizer, exposing Johnson and Johnson, exposing Moderna and AstraZeneca? Who exactly is using almost exclusively? My producer Aaron told me uses almost exclusively Proton Mail, Project Veritas. And lo and behold, it's funny. That as soon as Project Veritas starts to announce that they're going to be releasing information of undercover video footage of Pfizer scientists saying things like the natural immunity is better and that they, they don't support vaccine mandates and various other things, lo and behold, the FBI, who's supposed to be, remember the, the you see the scales of justice are blind? The FBI is not supposed to be working for Joe Biden. They're not even supposed to really be working for Merrick Garland. They're they're supposed to be walking around with blinders on their eyes, simply enforcing the law, Republican or Democrat. But it's kind of funny that suddenly, right right at the same time that Project Veritas is announcing that they're going to be exposing Pfizer, funny how the FBI requests the account information for almost 200,000 Proton Mail accounts and Proton Mail is primarily what Project Veritas uses and many of its users and many of its users also use it. Proton Mail accounts in a mass domestic terrorist surveillance dragnet. Who is it? Who are they? Who are these domestic terrorists? Domestic terrorists surveillance dragnet targeting conservatives? And again, I say it, and I don't, I, I don't apologize for the redundancy. If you strapped a mask on, mask on your face, lined up to take the blood clot jab, locked down this and, and quarantined yourself, squirted alcohol gel all over the place, this is your fault. You can be as mad. You can call yourself a patriot pastor and do you have your own YouTube channel, which never gets banned because you never say anything controversial. Because at your heart, you're a coward. You can do all that you want. You can be mad all you want. Again, sprint to a mirror if you want to find out who's at fault. All right, let's go to the next one. Christopher Rufo, Attorney General Merrick Garland has instructed the FBI to mobilize against parents. We already covered this. Let's go to the next thing. All right, this is the switch into vaccines for a little while here. Grant Taylor video. Now, here's one of the very few people that is actually standing up right now. Rand Paul. This is Senator Ron Johnson. A few others. There are not many in the Republican Party. The Republican Party, all the Ben Sasses and the Mitt Romneys and the Lisa Murkowskis and the Susan Collins, at times Marco Rubio's, They need to all be replaced. Instead of having little tiny like mouses in the Senate, we need to have tigers in the Senate like Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson says this, there is not an FDA approved COVID vaccine in the United States. Johnson explains the FBI approved Comirnaty. Comirnaty, he is exactly right. I'll let him talk. Play it for me. But Brian, something else I have to tell America. 
we do not have an FDA-approved vaccine being administered in the U.S. The FDA you know, played a bait and switch. They, they approved the Comirnaty version of Pfizer drug. It's not available in the U.S. They even admit it. I sent them a letter three days later going, what, what are you doing? What they did is they extended the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer drug vaccine that's available in the U.S. Here it is more than 30 days later. They haven't asked that very simple question. If you're saying that the, the Pfizer drug is the same as the Comirnaty, why didn't you provide FDA approval on that? So there's not an FDA approved drug. Wow. And of course, they announced it so they could push through these mandates so that people actually think, oh, OK, now these things are FDA approved. They are not. And again, maybe they should be. But the FDA isn't telling me why. So stop the presses, right? This should end everything. You have you have the military, which is put out for the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, have all put out different dates that all of our servicemen and women have to be vaccinated. You In the military contract, military personnel cannot be vaccinated with a non-FDA-approved vaccination. So what is our military being vaccinated with right now? What are they being forced out of the military with right now? Is the emergency youth use authorized Pfizer vaccine, not Comirnaty. Comirnaty is the only FDA approved vaccine. I've been saying this now for how long, guys? A month? It's been a month, and, I, and I'm glad Ron Johnson has jumped in. I'm wondering where he was a month ago. Where's Rand Paul? Why, are, why is no, this is stop the press's material. There is no FDA-approved vaccination available to one soul in America. Not one soul in America has been injected with Comirnaty. Not one of them. Comirnaty is a BioNTech slash Pfizer vaccine that the FDA approved through outsourcing the approval to the NIH, uh, to the NIH, their their own bioethics board. Which who's in charge of that, by the way? Anthony Fauci's wife. It never ends, folks. It never freaking ends. And all that needs to happen is we need to be a Matthew 10:26 people. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. We all of this stuff. Where is the Republican Party? Where is Rona McDaniel? She she's afraid. Just like all the COVID caving pastors, she's afraid of the consequences of standing up with truth. You notice I didn't say standing in the truth. I said standing up with truth, speaking the truth. All of these, this, this is, this goes throughout the country too. Everybody's being forced out of their jobs for a non FDA approved drug. Comirnaty is not available to vaccinate hundreds of thousands of, of our service men and women in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. There, it's not available. So these people are losing. And talk about Hosea 4.6 being destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you're a service man or woman right now, you're being evacuated from your job by a Potomac two-step. Joe Biden knew very well what he was doing. He knows that the current vaccines, the Moderna and the Pfizer are not FDA approved, but there is an FDA approved vaccination. So he goes out there and says that, that we have an approved FDA uh, vaccine. No, he doesn't. He knows he doesn't. Not the ones that are actually being used, but he can say that there's an approved FDA, vac- an FDA approved vaccination. 
All of these people are being forced out of their jobs for a non-FDA approved vaccine. Ask them if you're if you're a service man or woman or you know somebody, please get this information into their hands. Maybe some of them are forming a class action lawsuit. They need to have this information. And I'm just, where are our leaders? This is why, listen, 2022 cannot be the reelecting of the Republicans that are currently in the House and in the Senate that are not fighters. We cannot have teddy bears in there. We've got to have tigers like Ron Johnson. You can't have a bunch of of senators and congressmen that are like our church pastors that couldn't close any faster, who never want to put out any sort of definitive statement or definitive stand because they might alienate somebody. Jesus alienated everybody. He was hung on a cross and you call yourself Christian. You can't be Christian and not alienate people. Here's the next one. This is Ron Johnson. Again, this is from rise Melbourne. Listen to Ron Johnson. It says, drop some serious uh, vaccine truth bombs. Of the 2,500 or so UK deaths since February, 63% were double vaxxed. Play it for me. President Biden said, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to, to an ICU unit. You're not going to die. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, maybe that's true in the US. I kind of doubt it because in England, of the 600,000 new cases of Delta, of the over 2,500 deaths, 63% of those deaths, 1,613 people were, were the fully vaccinated. 28% were with the unvaxxed. Now, this is information the American people have probably never heard. It's information, by conveying it, I will get attacked, I will be vilified, I will be censored, I will be suppressed. It's one of the reasons I've come to the floor of the Senate to reveal this information that the American people need to know. Yeah, if he says the truth, he'll be censored and suppressed. That's correct, but he has the guts to do it. That's how everybody should be. And that's how every Christian should be. 63%, He's there's actually a longer version of this video. I advise you all to please watch it because he goes over all the, 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 the specific stats. And he actually says, in the UK, their health reporting system is far more honest than ours. These stats are the same. That You never change statistical data when it comes to illness, sickness, illness, or disease. It's not going to happen. If 63% of the deaths from COVID-19 since February in the UK are fully vaxxed people, that's the same thing going on here. It's, oh, no, that can't be. That's not what the CDC says. That's not what the NIH says. That's not what Anthony Fauci says. They're all bullface liars. This is exactly what's happening. It's exactly the same statistical data going on in Israel. It's the exact same thing. I want you to think about this. And I know if you've watched this podcast, you've heard this a couple times, but I'm just, I'll make it brief. You need to remember what their sample size here is from, from the UK. Because 63% of COVID deaths have a, are, are double vax people. And that's since February. So if you take February, your, their sample group, February, hardly anybody was vaccinated. So most of that group in February was unvaccinated people. Most everybody in that group was unvaccinated in March. Most everybody in that group was unvaccinated in April. Now just about everybody's vaccinated. But if you take that, and most of, most of that time, at least half of that time since February, most everybody was not vaccinated. They still mounted 63% of the deaths 
were double vax people. Not single vax. There's another like 13% that are single vax. So if you add that on there, you're looking at 76% of COVID deaths are at least partially vaxxed. 63% are double vaxxed. And of that sample size that they used, the sampling of people, half the time, everybody was not vaxxed. Now, what will the next nine months where everybody is vaxxed be? I think it'll be 90% will be of the deaths from COVID-19 from honest reporting systems like the UK, like Israel, 90% will be double vax people. Why? 90% of the COVID deaths will be double vax people. Why? Because COVID has gotten so much more severe? No, there's two reasons why. Because you have antibody enhance- enhancement syndrome when you take this vaccination, which turns your antibodies from being killers into ushers. They usher, they attach to the virus a virus that they can't recognize because it's an ever mutating virus. So they don't kill it because they don't recognize it. They attach it and then they proliferate it throughout your body, killing off your immune system. That's why people are dying at a 63% rate in the UK. These are absolute facts. This is the truth. This is the truth. Antibody enhancement syndrome, not to mention Blood clotting, capillary blood clotting. If you watch Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Hoff, many others, frontline doctors of America, people who actually are looking at slides under microscopes. It's causing capillary blood clotting that can be detected by what's called a D-dimer test. If you have taken this vaccination, you need prayer now. I'm not going to listen, God, this, the, the vaccination is not the mark of the beast. It's not on your right hand. It's not on your forehead, but it, the, the vaccine mandates are at minimum a precursor or a skid greaser for the mark of the beast. If you've taken this vaccination, you need prayer. As a matter of fact, I'll pray for you right now. Lord, I ask you to leech every, if you want to be set free from this, Lord, I ask you to leach every single chemical, nasty chemical out of their body. Heal all the damage that this vaccine has already caused. Pull out every ounce of toxicity out of their body. I command this to occur right now in Jesus' name. It's that serious. We have only yet, you believe the VARES report? The Harvard study just came out. Remember the Harvard study. That bastion of right-wing conservatism. You know, Harvard is 100% vaccine compliant. You can't step foot on that campus as a professor, as an employee, or as a student without being vaccinated. And Harvard is completely shut down. Why? Because of breakthrough cases right now. They're back to 100% Zoom classes. And they're all 100% vaxxed. And their own report came out. They did a report that only 10% of vaccine adverse effects are actually being reported to the VAERS report. And the VAERS report shows 16,000 COVID deaths from the vaccine exclusively. Remember, that's not people with comorbidities. That's people dying of the vaccination, period. They shut down the swine flu vaccination after two deaths. They're they're proliferating this vaccination. This vaccination is being pimped and whored all throughout the United States of America and throughout the world by the WEF bourgeois elite. And it's 16,000 minimum, and that's only possibly 10, 1%. That's 1.6 million people died. I don't know if it's that high. I remember when the FDA turned down 
approving the boosters. They had a doctor that was calling in as part of their consortium and said that he suspects 150,000 COVID vaccine deaths in America as of that date. And that was a month ago. 63% of the people dying of COVID-19 in the UK are fully vaccinated people. And Joe Biden has the temerity to stand in front of his bully pulpit and say this is a vac- this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. He is of his father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's who Joe Biden is. John chapter 8, 44 and 45. Phil Kirpin video or tweet, I mean, sorry guys. Good news from Kevin Roach. In the Medicare cohort studied by DOD, 60% of hospitalizations and 71% of cases for the most recent week with data available were fully vaccinated. Uh, whoops. About 80% of this group is fully vaccinated. 80% of the hospitalizations and cases. Remember, Joe Biden said you'll never be hospitalized with COVID again. Whether it's the Delta variant or the Alpha variant, you'll never be hospitalized again. 80%. But Tom, you know, I've seen those doctors and nurses come out and give their little, you know, their testimonies about, you know, the, the, the ER and the, you know, the ICU is full of the unvaccinated. That's not true. These numbers are right here. These numbers do not lie. The UK numbers, the Israeli numbers, the Phil Kirpin numbers, they do not lie. Here's Billabong Matt video. And he said, can't forget this classic. Remember, remember when Anthony Fauci said there will be no vax mandates? Play it for me. I don't think you'll ever see a mandating of vaccine, particularly for the general public. You cannot force someone to take a vaccine. All right, load the next one up real quick. And now his opinion is, play it for me. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. Says the member of the Bill and Melinda Gates vaccine board, as usual, just Scott, just like Scott Gottlieb goes around touting the vaccines. He's on the board of Pfizer. This is the, the love of money is the root of all evil. They will gladly usher in their bourgeois elite WEF Klaus Schwab party of Davos totalitarianism. As long as they themselves personally profit and gain power. It's been about that from day one. All right. Clown Ward Toto video. The U S should be more like Canada. Here she is again. Leanna Wynn, former, former, Board member of former, I believe, chairman of the board or board member of Planned Parenthood noted baby butchering monstrosity herself is all about suddenly saving lives and says that we should be all we should be just like Canada. Play it for me. Canada just issued a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for anyone over the age of 12 traveling on a plane 
or a train. I mean, we've spoken about this idea before. I wonder what's a better strategy, playing to someone's fear using that kind of marketing campaign we just showed or making the vaccine a requirement for more things like traveling. Should the U.S. be more like Canada? Yes, we should. We really need every tool at our disposal at this point. We've already tried incentives. We tried outreach and education. We should continue doing that. But at this point, vaccine requirements are the way to go. Vaccine requirements in workplaces, as we've seen, have been very effective. And I also think that for domestic travel, for interstate travel, for planes, trains, interstate buses, things that are within the jurisdiction of President Biden and the federal government, I really do think that it's time to put those requirements to. First, it's going to make plane and train travel a lot safer. But also, especially with holidays coming, it will be a powerful incentive for people mm -hmm. to say, Say, look, you can stay unvaccinated if you want, but you're not going to be able to travel to see your family. So they have to pull out all measures for what? They have to pull out all measures to get people vaccinated, right? We have to be more like Canada. For what? 80% of the hospitalizations are fully vaxxed people. In the UK, 63% of deaths are fully vaxxed people. Pull out all the stops for what exactly? Dr. Leanna Wynn, who never sees patients. Does she ever look at a slide of the damage that's done to the cellular structures of people? The capillary blood clotting that's done? The, the antibody enhancement syndrome that you can see under slides, of, under a microscope? she ever look at any of that? Absolutely not. Why? Because she's a bourgeois elitist terrorist. She is a vaccine pimp and a vaccine whore she knows absolutely nothing about what she's talking about and you're sitting there who are you tom you're a, you're a retired law enforcement officer and a pastor of a church in inglewood florida yeah but you know what i've actually listened and watched other doctors does she have any clue what she's talking about pimping this vaccine whoring this vaccine we have to pull out all the stops for what 95 percent of all severe hospitalizations in Israel are fully vaxxed people. Did you watch the last two press conferences coming out of New South Wales and coming out of Victoria in Australia? They had 378 people in their hospitals for COVID-19. 356 of them were fully vaccinated. So pull out all the stops for what? Vaccine pimp for what? They're absolute bold-faced Liars, And their motive is to distance you, mark you, and control you for their own personal profit and power. That is it. Don't try to make it more complicated than that. That's exactly what it is. Nancy Pelosi will gladly whore vaccines so that she can add to her $169 million bank account. So be more like Canada, she says, right? Well, here's Canada. Play it for me. Um. Let me say from the start uh, that the intent of these measures is to ensure that anyone working for the federal, federal public service, uh, that anyone wishing to travel on a plane or a train, be vaccinated. And exemptions, whether they're medical exemptions or otherwise, will be exceedingly narrow, specific, and to be honest, somewhat onerous to obtain. Um, the goal is to make sure that everyone 
who can chooses to get vaccinated. We will, of course, work with, as we are with Health Canada, on defining those medical exemptions on uh, you know, other partners, on other exemptions. But let me say that uh, s simply having a personal conviction that vaccines are bad will not be nearly enough uh, to qualify for an exemption to that. And just who does this guy think he is? And I asked if you saw the interview with Arthur Pulaski, I said, how is it that Canadians put up with this? Who does this guy think he is that your own personal connection, uh, convictions won't be enough? Who are you, Justin Trudeau, you little beta male? Who are, who are you, you little pansy boy? Who are you to say that to anybody? Who gave that guy the power? Did you vote this in Canada? Have you voted? Have they actually put this on a ballot? Who wants national vaccine mandates? It certainly wasn't put on the ballot here in the United States when Joe Biden did it through executive fiat, through executive order. His vaccine mandates that all companies with more than 100 employees have to mandate vaccination. Who gives them the right to do it? It's completely unconstitutional. You can't tell. It's against the Nuremberg protocols anyway. Remember when they tried to dump it on you? Well, you know, the, we've been forcing vaccinations for decades. You know, we do it with the measles and the mumps. All of those took six to 16 years to be implemented, not even developed to actually be implemented. There was years, maybe even before that, that these things were being tried. And they did this in 10 months. And you need to understand, Justin Trudeau will be front and center at the next World Economic Forum uh, meeting in, in Davos. He'll be right there. Here's another one. This is Jacinda Ardern. This is an old video, but I just had to play it. I, it just, it's, I don't know how much of it. It's short, very short, but... She actually says, don't listen to anybody but me. Play it for me. The most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear. COVID19.govt.nz Otherwise dismiss anything else we will continue to be your single source of truth we will provide information frequently we will share everything we can so she will continue to be your sole source of truth that's who these people are that's jacinda ardern prime minister of new zealand noted ccp acolyte noted world economic forum acolyte just like joe biden that's who these people are now, this is out of Newfoundland. I always want to say Newfoundland. Newfoundland launches Sleever Passport, which Sleever means somebody will take the vaccination. So they're launching their own vaccine passport. And I just want all the Christians out there to be thinking about when you watch this video for two minutes. How does this relate to Revelation 13, 16 through 18? And, to all, and for those of you that are already never sleevers like me, not no COVID vaccine people like me and people that have never masked, never locked down, you already so, see all this. I'm open to reach five or six, 10, 20, hundreds. I don't know how many people are watching right now because Facebook never really lets me know. But I want you to think of this in light of scripture when you watch this video that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Play it for me. Uh, just before we get started, I'd ask you all to keep your masks on while you're seated. Um, so uh, without further ado, I'm going to call upon the Premier to say a few words.
Thank you, Minister. Good afternoon. Thank you all for taking the time to, to join us today here at this beautiful backdrop. And for it's a real privilege and honor to be able to announce the Newfoundland and Labrador Vaccine Passport, NLVAX Pass, and the NLVAX Verifier, our province's vaccine passport system. We are excited to launch the NLVAX Pass and NLVAX Verifier today. Two smartphone apps that help make a new day in life with COVID-19 in Newfoundland and Labrador. As of 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, residents and businesses will be able to download them from the Apple and Google Play app stores. As of tomorrow, residents can download the NLVAX Pass app to use with their IDs to provide proof of being fully vaccinated when entering certain businesses or venues. To give residents and businesses the time to learn more about our vaccine passport, we will be implementing a two-week grace period to download the apps and become more familiar with their use. You can begin using them right away, but after two weeks, it will be mandatory. For those of you who don't use smartphones, not to worry. You can also request a paper copy of your vaccine passport or a card-sized version, which you can keep in your wallet. Businesses and organizations will download the NL Vax Verifier app, which they will use to scan the vaccine passport of residents when entering their establishments. With that, I'll pass things now over to Minister Studley. Thank you very much, Premier. Two hours later. Thank you very much. So they're doing all these things for what? 80% of hospitalizations are fully vaccinated. 63% of deaths from COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. But there in Newfoundland, 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 you can get your Vax Pass or your Vax Verifier. But this is all about your health, right? COVID, caving, Christians, COVID caving clergy. It's all about your health, right? His beautiful, notice how he said at the very beginning, the premiere there, he goes, then this beautiful background. My, my producer said in the midst of that, it looks like a prison. These people are completely delusional. I mean, for what? Vax pass for what? That you have to, you have in order to buy, sell, trade, or travel in this country, whether it's Labrador or whether it's Newfoundland, you, ha- you have to be fully vaccinated to buy, sell, trade, or travel. For what? 80% of their hospitalizations are fully vaxxed. I guarantee it. 63% of their COVID deaths are fully vaccinated. So it has to be something else that's motivating them. It is. It's power perversion. They want to mark you, distance you, and control you out of Davos, Switzerland under Klaus Schwab. That's what it's all about. It's what it's been about from day one. Dr. Kelly Ward tweet, Pfizer leaks, whistleblower goes on the record, reveals emails from chief scientific officer. Play it for me. I work at a pharmaceutical company. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um, I just believe in research and science. Well, in this database, you came across a chain of emails discussing fetal tissue and the COVID vaccine. Vanessa Gelman, who works in Washington, D.C., is senior director of Worldwide Research. The question came up as an inquiry to our MedInfo group. They're asking, quote, did Pfizer make use of a cell line from an aborted fetus? They want you to leave out the highlighted part, which is the one or more cell lines with an origin that can be traced back 
to human fetal tissue has been used in laboratory tests associated with the vaccine program. And here we have your badge. You are an employee of Pfizer? I work at the McPherson, Kansas plant. Um, it's one of the biggest plants in the operation of Pfizer. We produce some of the most units. This message from Vanessa Gilman. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there. We have not received any questions from policymakers or media on this issue in the last few weeks, so we want to avoid raising this if possible. Wow. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit we could see. They ought to put that on American currency. Philip Dormitzer, Vice President, Chief Scientific Officer. These are not low-level people here. So you're showing us emails between the Vice President of Pfizer, the Senior Director of Worldwide Research, mm -hmm. about how to couch it a certain way because we would not want to tell the people that it can be traced back to human fetal tissue. Copying Vanessa Gelman, we have an approved answer to this question, the question being about fetal tissue, mm -hmm. which Vanessa can probably provide, H-E-K-2932, what does that mean, HEC cells? Uh, human embryo kidney cells, okay. and it was from experiment 293. They've used cells from aborted fetuses. Yes, And HEC they don't cells. want the public to know that. Yes. That's staggering for society because of what you said, religious exemptions. Mm -hmm. And they're denying our religious exemptions at Pfizer. This is serious stuff you're, you're, you're dealing with. I mean, these, are, these are powerful people and a very powerful company. They're with there, there is your religious exemption. You need it? Very simple. They made these vaccines use, using fetal, fetal cell lines. You're out. That's all you got to stand. Stand in it. Well, you risk. Get an attorney. You're like, Tom, I can't afford. Listen, trust God for your provision and stand. You've got to do it. I, I made that decision in March of 2020. 30%, 40% of my church left because we stayed open, unmasked, unsocial distance, crawling all over each other. Same as always. Stand. You must stand. Let me show you this. Bernie's tweets. Tweet. Germany, yellow badges to identify the vaccinated. Strange, isn't it? Strange how this works. It's, if you read the Bible, we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. I think the devil was implementing yellow badges back in the 1930s. Do you realize back in, do you, do you realize how this worked? And I want you to equate this with the democratic party and the party of Davos. I'm going to go deep into the party of Davos on Saturday. Don't miss be right here. 1030 Saturday night. But I want you to think about this. Go equate this with what the democratic party is doing right now. While the Republican party grabs its ankles in the midst of it. Back in the 1930s, Hitler accused the Jews of what? First of all, he accused them of the big lie. Who's using that terminology right now? The Democratic Party towards the fraudulent election. So you have them imitating Joseph Goebbels and Adolf Hitler right out of Mein Kampf using his verbiage. It's a common spirit. Antichrist spirit and antichrist spirits have been all have proliferated throughout the earth since the time of Jesus himself. They have very, you can always spot the devil. It's the opposite of the word of God. So what were they, what were the Nazis doing back in the thirties? They were saying that the Jews were spreading disease. 
you have three COVID camps being built in Australia right now. You have at least one COVID camp being built on an Indian reservation right now in the United States. Facts. New Zealand has been operating COVID camps for over a year. And then you can call everything Canada's doing COVID camps with their COVID hotels, which are all, all owned by the CCP. Absolute fact. Check it. Fact check me, please. I love when people fact check me. So back in the 1930s, what, what Hitler did, and then they called me and you, right-wingers like us, call us Nazis. Strange how we're exactly the opposite in every way of Adolf Hitler. We love Jesus. Adolf Hitler didn't. We love people being able to freely practice their religion, even if it's against our Jesus. We like freedom because it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. We like freedom of speech. We're never trying to ban anybody. I have my own tech staff right here. We're making our own platforms, doing our own things. We're not going to ban people. But what were the Nazis doing back in the 1930s to the Jews? Accusing them of being filthy and spreading disease and using it to ostracize them from society, to mark them, distance them, and control them. Look at this. Germany yellow badges to identify the vaccinated. Common anti-Christ spirit. Killed 6 million plus Jews in the 1940s and 30s. I have been vaccinated in the center. The image of the syringe in, in signal red. Yes, they really have done this. Let's look at the picture. There it is. Make it, put it on the big screen. There it is. Germany has gone back again. Revisiting their history. They have not forgotten their own history. Congratulations, Germans. Congratulations. And now you've just done the opposite. Now everybody gets to wear a yellow badge and gets to stay in Germany and not be put in a concentration camp. But what's going to happen if you don't have your yellow badge? There we go. It's a common spirit. Listen, every soul watching this, you are eternal. Your soul's eternal. You will never die. Demons never die. They're the same demons, the murderous demons, the antichrist spirit demons that were putting out those yellow badges in the 30s and 40s are doing it again. The same demons that say, you know what? Don't, all you need to do is just call people filthy. All you need to do is call people unclean. They're spreading disease. That's exactly, that was Hitler's number one tactic it's the first thing he did and look what's happening you just saw it in newfoundland you saw it in australia you saw it in canada can't buy sell trade or travel you can't go anywhere if you're the filthy unvaxxed even though the hospital rate is 80 percent vaccinated 63 percent of covid deaths fully vaccinated it's all lies back here Saturday night, we're going to play a bunch of videos right now. Most of them are brand new. Make sure you stick around for the next 10 minutes or so and watch these videos. Love you all. 1030 Saturday night. God bless. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 830 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. 
It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to tomlipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.